0: Are you ready to have an open and honest discussion about sex and spiritual wellness without secrets, censorship, or barriers? This is Unbuckled with your host, Christy Ann Bella. In this program, there are no topics that are off the table, from religion to health, feelings to sexuality. Get ready to hear from some incredible people. And now, here's Christy Ann Bella.
1: Hello and greetings. Welcome. I am so honored today to be here on Unbuckled and we are truly unbuckling some things. I am here with my partner, my husband, Marcin Bella, uh, and we are going to dive into communication and emotions and unbuckle all of the deep intimacy architect behind the scenes uh, stuff. So welcome, Marcin Bella
2: hello thank you for having me
1: so uh literally <laughs> minutes like literally minutes like we minutes. We, <laughs> we had a timer set we had like five minutes to to process um an emotional uh glitch that we experienced this morning so for those of you who have been listening to uh and following uh intimacy architecture and unbuckled and, and my work uh then, you know, I'm in an open marriage. Um, so we have an ethically non-monogamous marriage. Um, another term you may have heard, um, is polyamory, um, is a, is a common term. And so the idea that there are more than one partner, um, there's the capability to be either in, um, just a sexual relationship or a, even a platonic relationship that involves love or feelings or other connection outside of your um, initial partnership. So typically, you know, relationships default to monogamy, right? We're taught like you go, you find someone you pair off and that's your mate for life uh, or until you get divorced and find somebody else who (laughs) you attempt to mate for life with. And, um, and so the idea in um, ethical non-monogamy is just that, you know, it's, it's non-monogamy, but there's there's this idea of, of ethics around uh, communication and transparency. And so uh, we had planned to have a, uh, a date this weekend with a woman, um, which stirred up a conversation about one of the last times we um, had a connection with a woman, which stirred up <laughs> some unresolved feelings that we didn't realize were still lingering there. Um, and so, yeah. So well, we kind
2: of, uh, we, we didn't completely not realize I I, I I don't think I I feel like, um. Well, how how do you want to do it? Like, do you want to like uh, give a little bit of a backstory?
1: Sure, give give a little backstory.
2: Oh, like I give a little yeah, backstory. <laughs> a little backstory. <laughs> nice. All right, yeah, that's a, that's actually a great opportunity for for me to publicly give a backstory. So, uh, 2018, um, a mutual friend started kind of popping popping up in, in our life a little bit more. She was a musician, and she started coming over regularly uh, to work on a musical project with me. And I do have this thing, and I, I've always had that, and it's always kind of, you know, it was definitely a problem in my previous largely monogamous marriage that... Uh, I get I get crushes on people I work with and um, and it's sort of a, a little well I mean like it, the, w- w- when you co-create artistically with someone there is a release of oxytocin it's um, you know it's it, it's something that uh, that we all kind of know like w- when you watch actors. In the movie, you know, they have chemistry, and that that chemistry is like pretty. Can you curse on this thing? Yes. Uh, pretty fucking real. Like, yeah. you, 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 um And we know that they uh, that there is often um, actual right. the, the chemistry that either gets uh, gets uh, consummated or 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 not, um, and and who knows? And it's like part of part of the mystery of of um, an appeal of the entertainment business is that you're watching something real and yet maybe not. And, and, and who knows? So, yeah, so, so, um, you know, I'm a, I'm a record producer and when I work on music with, um, with beautiful female singers, I love them. I, 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 I do. (laughs) Uh, Um, and then, um, I guess it's, like, a little bit safer in in the hip-hop situations where, you know, where there's a bunch of bros in the room and they love each other, you know, but it's, like, you know, um, it's not a marital complication. Uh, But, um, so, um, you know, so in my first monogamous marriage, you know, obviously, you know, these things were... Oh, 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 I just, I, I just, I I just love her as a singer. You know, there was this clear, clear boundary, which actually made things kind of easy. And I never, um, I never pursued um, anything other than that until my first marriage actually opened. And there was this one um, um, that, that I had a crazy crush on. Um, um, and you know, uh, but, but it never got completely resolved because the marriage dissolved anyway, you know, so, so, um, so, uh, it, it, you know, there was another opportunity to revisit these, these, these loose ends in the future. So it came, um, uh, in 2018, working, working, working with this, uh, young woman, um, music beautiful oxytocin released but now i'm in a polyamorous marriage um and it was a new one too because we were only you maybe and i were only married for a, year. a couple years like a like year and a half <laughs> maybe um and um and uh, long story short it it it, it 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 did create a very very deep crisis um but it was uh, along the lines that I didn't, that I didn't truly expect, because um, my uh, notion, you know, my uh, my my concept. It was my first time. It was my first time openly, you know, at, at least, um, you know, at least theoretically being allowed to. Um, to potentially fall in love with someone other than, than my wife, you know, so it's like really uncharted territory. Um, and, um, I, I just like, it, it's it's hard to remember exactly what, what, what I thought, you know, what, what I thought the room, remov- the ramifications would be and what I would, um, bump into, but, I thought the problems would be along the lines of jealousy. I thought, you know, like my my big fear was that I would express affection towards this person and my wife would get jealous. And that resulted in in, um, me... uh, you know, be, be, being hesitant to 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 show it. So, for instance, at that time, we had this rule that if anything erotic outside of our couple transpired, that that we 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 uh, we were supposed to report it within 24 hours. And and when uh, the, that singer and I cuddled together um, in in a session. I, you know, like I, the, 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 I, I was supposed to say something, and and I kind of thought I did, and it kind of like went unnoticed, which resulted in, in 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 communication glitches and misunderstanding later on. But the truth is that I really didn't want to. I had this huge block from you know just like facing my wife and saying, "Hey, I." I'm crushing on this person, and we actually cuddled, and there was sensual energy flowing. And we're, yeah, we're like breathing together. There was like a real connection, definitely on the other side of the platonic uh, border. And, you know, so whatever I said, you know, might have been vague. Who knows? Um, But, or maybe even wasn't, but, you know, but, but because I had such a big resistance inside, resistance inside, I just almost like blew this smoke um of like trying to like minimize it or, you know, or just like really just like not, um, not full, not, not, not just, not, not like straight up completely um openly full frontal, tell my wife that that I'm crushing on someone. Um, and you know, and it continued it it, it, it continued um, throughout this whole thing that was like kind of open and kind of not, you know, because uh, she and I in in the coming weeks like acted um, intimately openly, and yet there was something that I just really energetically wanted to withhold.
1: Right. And I think, you know, this is where the challenge with being in any type of open relationship comes. And and there's many different dynamics, you know, um, you can Google things like relationship anarchy, um, like I had mentioned, polyamory, ethical non-monogamy, you know, it's It's an interesting idea because we are taught monogamy, but no one talks about, I mean, now it's becoming much more common, but there isn't a blueprint. Really anything outside of monogamy becomes a choose your own adventure and you decide for yourself and with your partner or partners, what the rules are. And I think one of the biggest blocks in entering into this aside from potential jealousy uh, traps, is ultimately that we have deeply ingrained social conditioning that, you know, is this idea that you are just supposed to love one person, this idea that you are supposed to be faithful, that if you have feelings or connection with someone else, it's uh, it's bad, it's taboo, it's something you have to hide, it's something you have to um, ignore or repress. Um, Because the truth is, I mean, you know, even if you're in a monogamous marriage, at some point,
2: you're going to be attracted to somebody. Yeah, there's
1: There's no way that you're, you know. um, And so it's just, you know, we decided to be um, transparent about it. And that's where, you know, for me, jealousy doesn't really arise. I actually have compersion. And so my biggest challenge in being in an open relationship and compersion, if you've never heard the word, is essentially like the opposite of jealousy. The idea of compersion is that you derive, joy and pleasure and, and happiness and kind of um, feed almost off of the oxytocin, off of the the delight and the pleasure you see your partner having or experiencing. And we experience compersion in a lot of ways. You know, if, if somebody gets a promotion and you're genuinely like, oh my God, I'm so happy for you. And you feel almost in yourself, the sense of accomplishment of like, wow, like, you know, way to go. And we've leveled up or, you know, whatever it is when someone's celebrating something to like genuinely come from this place. Um, I think it's really a feeling of, of this abundance of, of trust that like, wow, you know, everyone, when somebody's boat rises up, everyone's boat rises up kind of thing versus a scarcity mindset, which tends to again, be, you know, more of how society and culture is driven this idea of fear that there isn't enough, Um, That if, you know, if somebody has something, it's taking away potentially from from what you have. So, um, yeah, so my, you know, my biggest challenge, because I had, um, we'll call her Anna, let's call her, because it'll be easier to, so when, um, when, because I had a relationship with Anna, um, and we were, we had bonded um, in a very, like, deep, you know, sisterly way, um, had done a lot of trauma healing work together, had really become close and and also in an intimate way, in a way that became um, sensual. And so I was all about the idea that like the three of us, you know, were connecting. Um, but when I felt excluded or I felt like there was this withholding of something that was happening just between the two of them that I wasn't a part of, that was when I you know I was triggered um,
2: and that was also tricky because because the music thing was something that only two of us had going on
1: right and that um, that for me was a sore spot I didn't even realize I had because um, your ex-wife is an incredibly talented I mean, she can like sing opera she can play piano I mean she's like absurdly gifted um, and a lot of the women in your life who you were connected with you know uh, the other person you were talking uh, eve, let's call her eve <laughs> yeah. eve um you know that you were crushing on that you know came as a part of your previous you know all of these women were just like just brilliantly talented women and so I had I mean,
2: specifically musically and yeah. specifically vocally um
1: yeah so I definitely had this this personal insecurity of you know, i can't sing as good or i you know i don't get to share in this piece with you like this piece of this this musical experience is different Uh, although we had created like we were co-writing together and we were doing other musical things but that was a place where i was like oh i'm not a part of that world with you like you um and i think that's a good thing overall and and
2: that's the the interesting thing about humans is that like you know just thinking about what you and i have created over the last five years, um, it, it, it's just stunning. You know, like if anybody ever it catches even like a partial glimpse of it, they're in awe. And yet, there's this one thing which is you know professional level vocal studio work that you know that that you don't do, which is you know one of gazillions things you don't do. Also, but but yeah, well, that, and and that's that's you know so so so, so it's not like. You know, so it's not like jealousy wasn't completely present, right? Because the jealousy is just like scarcity thing that (laughs) there's something that they have I don't have. Right. So there was this little seed of it Mm -hmm. that you know that that we both. I mean, ultimately, we you know on the soul level, we we've we've agreed to to all of it. But you know, but but we we. We blew up that seed to, you know to 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 the to to, to to proportions of a bomb. Um.
1: and i I guess for me i I thought of it more as I was confronting my own inadequacies with regards to not being able to hold that space in your life as a singer. Um, and I was envious. So I, I want to like make the distinction, I guess, between jealousy and envy, if, at least as I see it is, So what
2: yeah, you, get you it, know, how
1: do you see it? Um I see jealousy as they have something I don't have and I don't want them to have it either. Like no one oh. should have it. Like if I if I can't have it, no one can have it. Hmm. Versus envy is like they have something I wish I had. I would, you know, I would like it. I don't not want them to have it. Like I'm glad they have it, but
2: okay.
1: I how do I get a piece of it Interesting. um and yeah so is that's...
2: that is that is that uh common
1: um it's something
2: is it like I've... envy is like just like kind of like not as not as like vicious one, I one, guess. yeah, like,
1: yeah one, like
2: one piece less right less, less right vicious.
1: yeah <laughs> that you know that you could witness something and be like "Ooh, wouldn't that be nice but it becomes more of like a, wouldn't that be nice in an aspiration way, potentially, you know, which, which did, you know, like it motivated me to start taking singing lessons and start working on um, the power of my own voice and, and playing around with, you know, with what that was like. Um, But I think, you know, overall when couples, um, because I, I think it's interesting that both of us, we really did know, I believe anyway, uh, that we were not monogamous people. Like we both were previously married, attempted to open up those marriages, those marriages both dissolved. And, you know, years later we met each other. And I was like, I I know, like, I know this about myself. I know I'm not a monogamous person. I know, you know, an alternative relationship lifestyle is my preference.
2: Well, and and with, and, and with me, it was, um, uh, you know, a lot of a, a lot of things in life get stuck in the left side of my brain uh, for for better, for worse, often for worse. So, with regards to polyamory, I, um, you know, once I understood the the premise, um, the philosophical premise is that that love is infinite um, and limiting or trying to uh, embank and 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 limit love of of, of a specific sort to the only one person uh, is a mistake mm-hmm. you know it's 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 a it's a it's an energetic and psychological uh, mistake uh, that actually that you know that i i saw how it was beginning to uh, kill my first marriage um, and ultimately it was a little bit too late. and also like you know I, um, the, you know I don't th- I don't think there is any any reason for two people to stay together okay. longer than, than than they need to. but um, but what I started to notice is that uh, me blocking erotic energy from other people was um was inseparable from blocking erotic erotic energy altogether. So you know, so when I was not allowing myself to be attracted to other women, I kind of like stopped being <laughs> just overall like uh erotically alive, you know, and, and when I noticed that I understood that like that really polyamory as a fundamental acknowledgement that that love love and sensual energy should flow however it needs to is is essential to um to to happiness and and health now that's my left brain that's (laughs) that's you know like i'm like give me thoughts i'll you know i'll organize my thoughts like i'll i'll do well then put me in an actual fucking situation where where I'm feeling something. That's that's not as just not not as easy. So you know. So um, and I'm and I'm uh, yeah, and I'm s- still struggling with it. Like we um, the reason the conversation arose this morning is that uh, we're uh, like she said we're kind of playing planning a potential date with with another. With another woman over the weekend, and um, and so we're talking about uh, transparency and communication. So so so, 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 after that whole blowout, our agreement was that we would disclose when um, when thoughts and feelings about a certain person cross over to the sensual or intimate territory. And this is now. I have to say, this is easier said than done for me. Um, and and that and that that block, that that fear, that fear of sharing um, uh, developments with a partner, is um, is is still very much there. To the point that. I feel like I'm making, I'm making things vague to myself, mm. like you know, like uh, like Christine was asking in the morning, you know, have the communications with with, with the person becoming flirty, and. And I found myself like this is kind of you know kind of unable to to answer because there's this fog. There's this like you know f- f- fear-created fog, and something in me really wanted to the answer to be no so that it's safe.
1: Right. So yeah, so in an attempt to feel like you are disclosing everything if you're kind of hiding even from yourself then
2: then it feels better if, because right. you know because i don't have to yeah um and you know that that coupled with the fact that um that these are you know like not not necessarily cut and dry you know, because yeah. you know even with even with 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 anna um you know uh like the relationship I had with, with her was, I mean, it was like this, you know, distracting and, you know, and kind of, kind kind of volatile because that's the kind of person she was. And it was kind of time for life, but, but at no point, um, uh, was it like ever like coming close in caliber to what you and I had, Mm -hmm. which, which is why I was kind of like, you know, I, I, I I didn't think it was, um, there was a reason for you to feel threatened, Um, but that wasn't, but it's not what it was about. Mm -hmm. You know, it was, uh, it was about like the, 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 you know, the transparency and communication. And, and I think, you know, like if, if if you're thinking about experimenting with, 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 with polyamory, I think that, you know, for many people that may be the biggest challenge is you know is like how much it requires for you to um to be aware of like where you are and what you're really feeling because without that awareness you can't even begin to communicate and without the communication um there is no polyamory because then it's um because then 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 you're you know then you're hiding and cheating (laughs) right like even if even if some things are admitted and in the open whatever whatever you're hiding from yourself is 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 you know it's just hiding you know
1: right absolutely so we're i love this Uh, and we're going to jump into more of this as soon as we return from the break you are listening to unbuckled with christian bella and martian bella
0: What's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN.
1: Are you tired of having the same fight over and over again? Is it hard to remember a time when you felt close to each other? Before you call it quits, do you want to do something to rebuild that spark of intimacy? Of course you do. Ignite the passion like never before with Intimacy Architecture. Intimacy Architecture. Text 626-310-5159 to set up your relationship consultation. Again, text 626-310-5159.
0: Think about how much sound you hear all the time. Noise, music, your own heartbeat. What is it made of? How does it work? How does it affect you? The universe of music takes you into the particles of life and the beat of living. It is an interactive online masterclass of music and science taught by the internationally renowned musician and scholar, Dr. Marcine Bella. Visit theuniverseofmusic.com. That's theuniverseofmusic.com. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. You are listening to Unbuckled with Christy Ann Bella. Reach out to Christy Ann with any questions or comments at intimacyarchitect at gmail.com. That's intimacyarchitect at gmail.com. Christy Ann welcomes your emails. Now, back to the show.
1: Welcome back. I am intimacy architect, Christiane Bella. And with me is my partner, Marcin Bella. And we are talking about the fascinating world of polyamory, uh, ethical non-monogamy, uh, essentially all that encompasses alternative relationships and specifically navigating um, communication, which ultimately, um, as Marcin was discussing before the break, is about how you are being honest and transparent with yourself and clear with your own needs and wants and desires. And, um, through that being able to communicate them, because ultimately that is the biggest piece I think of making any relationship work. Um, but especially if you're navigating relationships where there's multiple partners involved. So, um, as we said in the beginning, you know, we, we hit a point where, you know, this, the, the, uh, the challenging glitch happened, um, I guess, three, three or so years ago now. Years ago. Um, and I, I really did think we were, had cleared it all until this morning <laughs> when, when it, you know, got brought up um, as kind of a, a point to say like, okay, I'm, I'm asking these questions about our potential weekend guest because I want to be sure we're on the same page as to what transparent communication looks like you know, given our past experience. Um, and that made us both realize that there was like, oh, some underlying stuff in that past experience that hadn't um, been completely resolved. And I think that's the case with, you know, with any challenging part in our life or wound is often, you know, we, we feel like we've excavated a lot of it and likely we have but there there can be residue or you know or something
2: well or there could be a layer of it that we're just now ready for
1: that's true To even touch because you know
2: because with any wound wound is uh is um um you know the the is like a protective layer created by the body to um to provide like protection to to, to heal. So, um so yes, like best case scenario is that you open and clean completely and then it heals wonderfully. But the truth is that sometimes it needs to be open, open a few times and there's always proper timing for, for everything. Like there are things I, you know, I, I feel like we, we revisit this topic. I don't know. Every, like three to six months, mm. give or take, mm-hmm. and um, and you know, and each time we're able to to heal like another little bit of it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so uh, when we kind of hit a wall of attempting to talk about it and realizing that we were at an impasse you know not maybe necessarily understanding each other or agreeing to disagree or realizing like there there were misunderstandings that you know unless you have your home <laughs> bugged with microphones and cameras you can drive yourself crazy going around saying like but this is what, what you I said, said two this. years ago yeah
2: like wild distracted
1: and emotionally and, and you know and-
2: yeah. Triggered.
1: <laughs> yeah. And so, um, at some point, and, and I see this a lot in my work with, with couples as well. At some point, you know, what someone said verbatim is really not the point. It's more of like, how did you feel and why did you feel that way? Right. And, you know, so I can look back and see like the reason why I was disturbed is because I have, um, been navigating through trauma and that my trauma was um, a big part of my trauma was secrecy. It was this idea that things were happening that no one was talking about, that no one was supposed to know about, that were very like hush hush. And so that idea of anything happening um, behind the scenes or without transparency is likely something that is bad or potentially harmful or unsafe to me and so that's why you know transparency is like such a big right. thing in my world
2: well and it's like and it's funny because transparency is uh is a great thing to aspire to it's like really um is a great goal but if you needed because because of, right. of trauma and fear then you know then you're kind of like like infecting it almost with, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and, 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 you know, so, so from my side, like, you know, um, like, you know, somehow I've like, you know, let's just say that somehow I found myself um, being like only doing like the, 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 the minimum <laughs> the required transparency. And even then pumping this, Vague intention behind it, right? So why, you know, and 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 part of it, part of it bec- was because like your your need for transparency was intertwined with with a with, fear. with, with, with right. the fear. So you know, so I felt it, and I felt this like agitation about it, and I just kind of like wasn't in the mood to be sharing, you know, this 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 magical moment with this, you know, like I, I think I think part of the healing here will be to also you know maybe like reconnect with 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 the nice things about it you know? right because like it just like shuffled it all as this traumatic experience um while it was like a, you know a, a, a there's a lot of beauty love absolutely about yeah. it you know that i just almost forgot right um until just like just now honestly but um uh, but you know uh but there were a lot of other reasons why I found myself kind of gravitated towards, towards secrecy. Um, and, and, and most of it, uh, was conditioning from, from, from childhood, you know, like my, um, my father was, uh, you know, a little bit like, like me, like, like, you know, brilliant, beautiful, talented, uh, Charming, you know, like, and then loved women, you know. So, um and my parents, uh, I, I grew up uh, in very modest conditions. Uh, conditions. I grew up in in the nineteen eighties in Poland, which was the, on the east side of the Berlin Wall, like very, you know, very scarcity um, ridden uh, world. So my uh, so an interesting side effect of it was that my parents, in order to maximize my vacation time, um, you know, Krakow was a dirty communist industrial city. So so the, the um the big goal was to get me out of town. Um so they would like book a room somewhere um for a month and um and stay there with me for two weeks each. So there was like a lot of vacation times with one parent, um, and these were uh, kind of social surroundings. Um, my, my father was a writer, and the writers' uh, association, like the Polish Writers Association, had, had these uh, vacation homes um, in you know in beach towns and in the mountains um, in like pretty pretty locations. Um, so there were other writers and other creative people to hang out with and, you know, and my, so he, 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 here's my dad, like in his thirties with this child um, that goes to bed at some point, And there are all these people to hang out with, you know, and, and there were women and I just, you know, and just like I, like, I remember his face when he was like flirting, but blocking, you know? Mm. So like I'd watched it so much, this, yeah. you know, this, like, um, this guy who, you know should have been a slut really like he'd like you know like in 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 the better in the better right. world like when allowed like he, he would have been one of those like probably like pretty promiscuous people yet so you know they get like so deeply um and wholly emerged in you know the traditional notions of like loyalty and family mm-hmm. and 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 faithfulness and you know good like good quote unquote uh, um <clears throat> you know like fighting it you know right and you know and and the way in childhood what any any experiences any downloads in the universe um they are inseparable like what gets downloaded in you is a package you know so I learned that. I learned the language of, like, I like you. It could be potentially nice to, like, maybe, I don't know, maybe have sex. And it's absolutely not allowed. And boom, here I am, you know, almost 40 years later, with, like, that just being, like, a deep part of me where, you know, like, I'm married and... And there is this woman that I kind of like and 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 and, and, and it's and, and that conflict is so deep that I'm not even allowing myself to to fully realize and put to words what it what it is that I'm feeling towards mm-hmm. this person.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for me my examples were you know, a very, uh, I think my mother had, she had the language and the understanding would have opted to be asexual. Like just really is not a sexual person has no interest in sex. Um, and my father, uh, had, he had the, the language, you know, would have been a bisexual slut. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you know, he, he definitely was in a hetero flexible, queer spectrum that I think you know was part of his challenge um and uh and definitely had a lot of magnetism um that he was yeah he was you know and didn't always repress necessarily he just you know he was very playful yeah your your parents might have been
2: actually closer to to some kind of healthy Resolution, right. Because if she didn't care and right. they, they right. could have had this, like, don't ask tell" so kind of something kind
1: yeah. of thing going on. Right. But um, but yeah, that, you know, that was not the case. And so what I saw was like, well, I, you know, one that th- this is the dysfunction of marriage, of, of typical monogamy marriage is like both people are unhappy. So my father was always unhappy. He wasn't sexually satisfied. My mother was always annoyed that sexual demands were put on her that she had no interest in. Um, and so, you know, my idea was like, I, I want to be my most authentic self. I don't want to repress anything. I want to be totally transparent because that's like healthy. And and again, this idea of like, you know, this, this safer state of being. Um, so, so I actually tried to a default to attempt to be monogamous and always failed, like constantly cheating on people constantly, you know, having arguments and fights. And, um, and even when, my ex-husband and i we would go back and forth on opening and not opening because he something would trigger him and he'd be like we we're not doing this anymore um i remember one time i was sound asleep because my ex-husband used to work uh nights and i was sound asleep and i woke up <laughs> cuz i was like he was like wrestling around our bedroom And he had like opened the drawer where we kept the condoms. And I thought like, I'm like, I'm not having sex with you right now. Like I'm half asleep. And like, he took the condoms and left the room. And I thought, this is really weird. And I go out in my living room and him and his friend had like brought some girl home from a bar. And so I wasn't at all upset that like, there was like another woman in my house. I was upset that like, again, like no one is talking to me about what's, you know, happening. Um, And so, you know, just to to figure out like, how do you communicate? Because it's a tricky thing because there is something about a little bit of, um, I don't know if the word secrecy is the right word, but there is something about romance and the enticingness, um, that it's yours, right. That it isn't being,
2: well, I, I, I think it's, uh, I think, I think there's some kind of, uh, interconnection between intimacy and privacy
1: there you go you know, it's like, you know it, yeah. because
2: like uh with 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 with, mm-hmm. with 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 Anna I you know um it's not that like you know I wanted like I wanted like I really like consciously wanted to keep things from you mm-hmm. um but you know I I like these like just me and her moments
1: right
2: you know and it's different with three people uh threesomes are like it's just a poof like a very very different thing you know that that may not be everybody's thing either honestly like i I, um um you know so so there's that that aspect of things too it's just like well and and and, you know it, it is an aspect of things that you could be transparent about it's like okay it's like i want this to be you know just, just just her and me or or or, or not um but, yeah. but again but there is this like you know like what what, what 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 like how much clarity do i even have with what i want you know like to what extent can i untangle? the dense conditioning networks as to like what 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 should and what shouldn't and what I've experienced and 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 kind of like took as um as, as as uh as that's just how things are
1: right right so um so what worked for us this morning when we when we hit a moment of not being able to to communicate anymore um was to to take some space and take some breathing room. Um, and I went and did a tapping series. Um, so I find tapping to be really helpful. It's also um, known as the emotional freedom technique. Um, and you can easily Google. That's actually what I did this morning. I was like tapping to release anger. And I watched, you know, this like eight minute video tapped, discharged a lot of that Um, And then we were able to come together and reconnect um, and did some eye gazing. And then we did the, um, and please forgive me if I'm mispronouncing this, but I believe it's called the Hopa Noo prayer. Um, It's a Hawaiian prayer of forgiveness. um, And it essentially translates to, I'm sorry. um, I forgive you. Thank you. I love you. And I think in some versions it's "I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you, I love you." Um, But the first round of it, we were both kind of like, "It's hard to say." say. Um, But that's you know, that's one of the things about our ability, you know, neurolinguistic programming is like. But then
2: the second round, right? Yeah, like I do.
1: And then it opened up the channel to say, okay, well, what do I, like, what am I actually sorry for? I was like, okay, I can own this part. I can like genuinely apologize for this. I can genuinely acknowledge that I forgive this. I, you know, I truly am thankful for this aspect of it. Um, And so by, you know, the third or so round of it, it was like, there were tears. There was, there was genuinely heart opening. And I think, you know, overall, the idea of an open relationship is this expansive one. And, And it's an interesting thing because in every other area of life, like you don't just have one friend. I mean, I don't know anyone who has one friend, you know, it's like, I have friends who I'm like, Oh, these are friends who I do witchy shit with. There are friends that I do yoga stuff with. There are friends that I, you know, when I used to go shopping, you know, would be like shopping. Like we have different people in our life that bring out different aspects of our personality that we relate more in, in certain areas. Um, and so this idea of overall expansion, and I think you know, when something is triggered in you, the trickiest part is to expand through it, is to avoid the tendency to, to contract to contract and be like, I'm scared and I'm gonna, you know, clench and hold and err uh, and sit and fester in it, um, and to actually expand through it and release it. Um
2: well, that's like hardcore, <clears throat> heart, heart, heart ninja <laughs> stuff though but i guess that's what we're here for
1: yeah you know and that's the next level that's the practice really i mean ultimately because um even if you're in a monogamous relationship it's like you know if you are contracting every time something happens with your partner and you get upset instead of expanding through it through the feelings through the other side into the
2: feelings first yeah yeah into the discomfort
1: yeah And so, you know, it's a practice, I mean, you know, and that's, that's what I realized this morning is like, wow, after, you know, being in therapy on and off for like 30 years of my life for my own stuff, us having gone to like multiple therapists when we were in the thick of, of navigating, um, kind of coming back around together after the, the Ana situation, um, that, you know, that this, there still is, this part of me that's like, I'm mad. And I'm like, leave me alone. I'm mad, you know, but I realize now the, the return is so much faster. Whereas like previous in my, in my life, I might've spent days or weeks, you know, being mad. (laughs) Yeah. It was like 20 minutes of like, okay, I'm mad. Okay. I'm releasing.
2: And, you know, and, and that was, uh, I I think some, some something really practical emerged out of it. Um, with regards to transparency, that's like immediately helped me because I think uh, before I was focused on, um, on you know, like, uh, as far as like communicating and expressing like what I'm thinking, what I'm feeling and what happened, um, I was too, too, too focused on, um, on, on, um, on, like concrete actions and thoughts, but something you said at some point um, when I was like, I don't know if I'm flirting. I don't. Like, <laughs> I don't. Know. I, I can't. Like, I, I, um, um, you know, you uh, you 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 mentioned intention. Okay, so like, you know, we're like, and that's a much simpler question. You know, like when I said certain things like was i charging it with sensual intention you know like and and to me and you know that there there may be um some people who are listening who are whose mind works in this like that's a really good thing to like keep in mind because it's a much simpler answer Mm -hmm. um so yeah so like with regards to our weekend date, like yeah, yes, there the, the were absolutely um, things I said that that were, you know, uh, that were charged with sensual or like but like potentially romantic intention. That that to me is is easy to notice. Mm-hmm versus you know, are the exchanges flirty or not. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, because intention is the root of
1: right, um, because everything um, else is subject, you know, like what I yeah, yeah, what I think is a flirty. But the intention
2: like, is, is, yeah. is 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 real and and you know and if you're gonna um reach the point of honesty with yourself, that's where it will begin, you know? So I think that's just like, like pay attention, um, to, to your intention. It's just like, really like, like thinking about it almost in like an an infusing or injecting kind of thing Mm -hmm. that like, you know, behind, like, so, so like things were said and things were happened. These are going to be, um, subject to, um, to interpretation, but before that, you know, in that, in that energy behind, them, you know, uh, and just like, and, and, and also just get out of the mindset that like, then we do anything wrong, you know, that's, right. the, that's, that's the main thing because that judgment of, of right and wrong, they're just like, you know, is such a, so, so, deeply in the fabric of who we are.
1: Right. And it, you know, the four agreements, like this idea that we are all doing our best, you know, if you can, and that you're not, taking it personally that you're not attaching anything that happens to a story that somebody is like maliciously and deliberately out to hurt you or out to get you or, you know, trying to cause you pain or suffering Um, that, you know, whatever you're experiencing, you're experiencing because you're witnessing things through your own filter and that's colored by your own stories and your own experiences. So if you can, default to the idea that everyone is doing their best then you stay in that state of expansion to then get curious and start asking questions like okay well you know what was behind that and so that's how you know we came to discover that yeah that you had this witnessing in your childhood of of your dad withholding things and that colored the way your actions were you know taking place it wasn't that there was this i am not going to tell you this you know because i want you to feel bad um, and so in that place, it's like, then you can come to the state of like understanding um, and, and compassion and realizing like, okay, well, you know, this is how misunderstandings occur. It's like, you know, one person thinks that they're doing something because they're doing it through their lens. And it just, right. it looks different through my lens. Um, so we have just a couple minutes left here, but um, yeah, I, you know, I highly recommend if you are, curious. Um, one of the best books I ever read on, uh, open relationships is called opening up by Tristan, uh, I think is her last name. Um, it's fantastic book opening up. Um, and if you really want to geek out on the science side of things, you can read something like sex at dawn. I don't know the author of it, but sex at dawn really looks at the history that like really deeply, (laughs) you know, it is in are programming actually to operate in more of a village-like, uh, group polyamorous way. Um, monogamy really was kind of entrenched into society, mostly based around, you know, property and, and that sort of thing. Um, you know, and some people genuinely are like very happy and content and and healthy in their monogamous relationships. Um, but if, that is not your situation, and you're wondering why be your norm. relationships aren't working. You might want to look into, you know, where you maybe fall on the sexuality spectrum and where you maybe fall on the relationship spectrum, because I think you know there is a a degree to which everyone is potentially not monogamous. So just being open to that. Um, well, Marcin Bella, my darling husband, my love, my King, uh, it has been a pleasure to talk to you. Our intention today was really to talk about universe of music, Uh, but, uh, but we'll have to have you on, uh, another time to talk about uh, the wonderful world of science and music and, and all of that. So thank you all so much for, for listening, for being a part of our ever evolving, uh, Changes and transformations to unbuckle what is underneath the feelings and to learn to expand and grow together. I'm so grateful for all of you out there and thank you for sharing this. And uh, I am intimacy architect Christiane Bella, and this has been Unbuckled. Mm
0: Thank you for listening to Unbuckled. You can join Christiane Bella for another program with amazing guests, stories, and advice every week on the Voice America Variety channel. Be sure to check out our new show coming soon.